recording this uh as you can probably tell we're just recording this in one big uh lump so this is part two of our empire larp e3 all the numbers <laughs> and, and letters <laughs> empire larp e3 uh review um 2022 um, my, my name's oliver i'm here with robin uh if you haven't caught part one Head back and watch uh, watch part one. Otherwise, you'll have no idea what's going on. You'll be like, "What?" You'll, you'll be completely you'll be lost. Completely lost. Or just or just stick with us and uh, uh, you do. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Who who am I? <laughs> who am I to tell you're, people? You're all adults. You know you know how you, to listen to a you, podcast. You know, you know how to listen to stuff, right? And watch stuff. You've probably been doing it for years. Um, believe it or not, we've been speaking for years. You wouldn't tell, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's really difficult to do the thing you've been doing all your life. Um, so uh, Saturday, um, Saturday, Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, oh dear. yeah. So Saturday, we did our usual in the morning. We are getting better with our coffee setup. We've got a bit of a better system going yes, now. We had it down. So yeah, got there. Yeah. So got up in the morning. Did her usual Saturday morning, started yeah. getting all um everything sorted out. Um I think you had a shower Saturday morning, I think. Oh yeah. So I discovered <laughs> Let's sort of talk about the showers. Let's discover the good showers at, at Anvil. Ooh, so yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna it's it's a secret, so I don't want everyone Don't tell up. them so where not, the gonna, good not, showers I'm are. Gonna, no, I'm not gonna talk about it, otherwise there'll be more cues than there already is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, sh showering because it was so humid and so it was that sticky weather. Like E2 was, in fact, a couple of people said this about E2 and E3. Like E2 was technically hotter, like temperature wise, mm -hmm. but E3 felt hotter because I think it's because it must have been like the humidity. I know that's such a cliche thing to say, not the humidity, um, but that's what it was. It was just you, you, you walked around, did something, and your skin just felt like tacky and sticky, and you're just like, oh, just feel dirty so yeah, yeah. I, I showered every day this time because e, e1 we you didn't need to because it was that kind of cold and it was fine you had you know as long as you had change of clothes you didn't really need to shower if you were there for a couple of days um you but yeah this time we got we got into a routine with the coffee as well that by yeah. sunday because we did friday saturday and sunday got up made coffees by sunday we were we got it down to a tea like we literally had a load of coffee left over and people weren't like sitting up and tea yeah sorry. so yeah by sunday people weren't walking up and being like oh is there coffee yet and us going no sorry there's no coffee yet we literally had coffee left over coffee in a flask everyone who came up can I have a coffee Boom, bang they had one. done so um, <laughs> yeah we, we finally got it down pat um with with the coffee and we knew it was going to be an important one on the saturday in particular because dawn was taking the field Yes, and we had to caffeinate all of the dawn so that we could destroy our enemies. Mm. Caffeinated yeah. changelings. Yeah, as, oh, as, yeah. Yeah, as, um, <laughs> yeah as, as Jeffrey quite often says, yeah, the, the caffeinated, beware the caffeinated dawn or what he says. Yes. <laughs> I honestly, yeah, it was, um, yeah, so we, of course, got up, got ready, 
And we decided this time, although we've always been involved with the land seas previously, this time we did things differently. Uh, we went together. Like, yeah, we've we, we not together. done that before. <laughs> yeah, so we, because we were, you know, hanging out with um, House Descendres and they're, they're quite, a, they're usually quite a small presence on the, on the camp. Um because it's, it's basically just like four, it's four or five people like but only like a couple of nobles i think and yeah um a few a few yo folk um so and like lupo tends to just um join whatever lance he feels like because it's lupo and i'm like i can't quite he is like a lance yeah I, he, yeah <laughs> my lord is a lance <laughs> on his own um which yeah he's a pretty big force on the battlefield um in all ways and we i was like you know what i quite like i quite like that vibe so um we didn't get people coming up recruiting us for lances but we were very much just like we're just going to do whatever but it also it it worked though because we, it wasn't as if us doing that was just going to fuck everyone up um plans because the plan was well first of all i should say where, what we were doing right so <laughs> uh we the the decision was by the military council that um dawn navarre urizen um and high guard and then we had leagueish mercenaries there as well so the league were with us um we were going to zenith which um if people can remember was the 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 battlefield and the final resting place of satoots um where satoots lost his life um so zenith is where we fought last time so we're fighting the druge once again um it wasn't overly clear whether there was going to be a fear miasma this time either, was there? Um, it wasn't clear. Yeah. Um, from what people were saying literally yesterday on the, in the Twitch chat is that there was one like, um, I in character we weren't really aware, but out of character there was like something there. So yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. We, didn't, <laughs> we we were changing. Well, we'll, we'll deal with it. We decided to go angry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so we, we were pretty we were pretty well prepared. So we were, go, we were going to say, and the, the plan from the buzz and what I was hearing from the the people that were trying to organize Lance Commanders, things like this, the generals, the idea Dawn was kind of going to go in a blob anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't, we were, we wanted all the Lance. Basically, the idea was to stick together. That was, so our, the, the objective was very straightforward as well. So the objective was uh, kill a general. That was it, basically. Um, so, yeah, as far as Dawn were concerned, that was kind of it. Uh, so there was a Druze general. This is my understanding of it. There was a, a Druze general. It was a, an assassination, uh, basically. That's what it was. It was an assassination mission, and the Empire being the Empire, what do they do? They don't send a single assassin. They send several armies to go and assassinate someone because it's the Empire. So... Uh, the, I, I think there was, so there's rituals that I think Highguard, and that's why we had Highguard and the Risen with us. So there was rituals that needed to be done. And once that ritual was done, it would then give us the exact location of the general. So out of character, basically we were going to, there was going to be a smoke plume once that ritual was done coming off the general. So we knew where the general was. Yeah, because there was um like decoys. There was decoys, um, yeah. So there were now I could be incorrect here, but I believe there was seven total. And they all had on like some type of backpack. 
um, which we believed were filled with different types of herbs and things like yeah. that. So we were kind of wanting those as well. Yeah. Um, and once this um, ritual had been done, like you just said, um, it was supposed to make the, the ground around him glow red, like with fire. Yeah. And yeah, out of character, yeah, smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah, smoke, yeah, smoke bomb. Um, yeah, so th- as far as Dawn were concerned, probably as far as everyone was concerned, actually, um, you know, the, the idea was to, oh yeah, we have to kill the general, but there's decoys. And it's the Druge. So basically the objective was to just kill everything in front kill of us. Kill everything, yeah. Kill everything, right? That was that was the objective. So Dawn was basically just going in. We were basically the middle line, right? And I'll talk mm. about um, my thoughts on that in a bit. So we, we were the middle line. Um, and the important thing, go on. Just before. You, you don't have to hold your hand up. <laughs> oh, I yes. didn't realize. I, I, I went to be like, Ugh. so just before that, before we like talk about like the actual battle, we did something else in the camp before we headed out. Um, we oh, yeah. did a ritual where we got our bull strength. Oh yeah, no, so yeah. Um, that yeah, was incredible. Yeah, House Orzel um, uh, was doing a ritual. So we got um, bull strength, which gave us an extra hit point. So I was like... Well, we were both tanky as shit because we were both oh, wearing we heavy armor. Oh, we were so tanky, and yeah. I think that helped because it gave us, it gave me a lot of confidence anyway. Because we were in the front, we couldn't get any closer to the Sentinel Gate if we tried. Yeah, especially we you were. And me. Yeah. Oh yeah, you and I were like right at the front, like just we're ready, let's go. Yeah, we were like <laughs> we were like those over eager kids at the field trip. That's basically. <laughs> That's basically who we were. So we got, yeah, so we got the ritual. So for me, I was super tanky because I had I had my shield. I have um, my normal hit points, which was two. Then uh, I had heavy armor on, um, which put me up to six hit points. I have juggernaut because I was wearing the heavy steel armor. Um, that puts me up to seven. And then I had the bull's endurance puts me up to eight. So like uh, a character that's only been to three summits, I was quite meaty, right? Yeah. Um, and then you obviously had like seven hit points because you had seven, yeah. seven. So we were like seven and eight hit points. I had a shield. Um, so yeah, we were, because j- j- that's important for later on in the, when we're talking about things, because we, we took a lot of hits, but we could take a lot of hits. Yeah. Um, that was the idea. So we, uh, we, we saw Lupo heading up to this, to the gate before our army left. And we were like, fuck that. I'm going, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not letting our liege lord <laughs> head off without us. So we were like, no, let's we go. We ran. We went the other way around so that we could get there before him. Yeah. We're like, like we're we... us. <laughs> we're we're like, us. Yeah. We'd be so just arrived like, hello, Lord, we're here. We're here. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so we were like, because every other big battle we've gone through before you go to, the, obviously you've got like four or five armies all gathered at the Sentinel Gate, usually like obviously five, they split it evenly usually. Um, so you've got like five nations all waiting to go through this one gate, you know? Um, and and weirdly enough, uh, Navarre didn't want to go through first because the last couple of times they've wanted to go first to yeah. skirt because they're good at skirmishing. So they usually want to head out first. Um, but Dawn was going out first this time. Um, and there was a few grumbles of like, why aren't the bar going out first then? But we were like, ah, whatever. Um, it ended up working out. It was, it was, um, it ended up being amazing, but yeah, we'll get on that second. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we were, we stood, we were stood like right, right in the front because we wanted to be the (laughs) first people through the gate. I was actually getting a little angsty that I kind of wanted to be ahead of a couple of people that went through, but you know, maybe just not Lupo, but, um, 
yeah, well, we got some good, like, oh, photographers, by the way, oh amazing my job. Gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't do that just because we wanted cool photos taken, but we, because we were, like, right at the front. Um, also, the, the, our kit, um, both of our kit looked good. Like, I'm so glad <laughs> after the fact, seeing the photos of us being up front like that, how good our kit looked. Um, again, yeah. I'm being a little bit pat myself on the back type thing, but, um that made me feel better being like oh my god we look like dawnish knight errants you know and we were have we had the heraldry of dawn on us the shield looked badass your leather armor looked badass um <laughs> our hair and makeup that we did oh we didn't talk about the makeup we did makeup <laughs> yeah we did a bit of makeup on both of us yeah i am um... So what I want to create a bit of like a fiery look within our eyes. I've got bigger plans for next time if we have to do this again, which I'm sure we will at some point. But I basically got some um like red eyeliner and some fluorescent orange um pigments and just put that over our eyes to just give them that look. And it did look really cool, especially in the photographs. Um, and even more so, more towards like the end of the battle where like more, more you, you, Oliver, where obviously you've been sweating and things like that and your, your, your makeup had kind of moved down, but it just made it look like even more fiery. It was really cool. Yeah, so we, we were angry. That's the thing. I mean, the, the, the fear effect affects the changelings. Like we talked about this a lot last summit, last podcast and about the last summit. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that that's the only time changelings get, changelings get angry. They're just emotional. They're an emotional um, form of human, like lineage. Yeah. So I kind of thought, because I was like fighting in like, so my character, like in the downtime, was fighting in the Ossian Woods against the Druge um, between summits. And so I just, I kind of had in my head a bit like a super saiyan i was like no i can now it's not just a oh i have to get we have to be in a fear already get angry i feel like no i can switch it on and off i um, mean mm. it obviously helps if i'm fighting against the druge with um fear tactics and that so i was like no i'm gonna get angry so robin like i had quite a bit of bleed in a good way with the battle this time a lot of the battle is a haze to me <laughs> Like it really is like. Um, I remember the start. Yeah. Like, there's different points. I mean, what I will say. So yeah, we we headed out, and I remember charging. I remember being in the front. I remember being in the shield wall. I remember you and I charging out, and I felt like you and I were like way out at one point. And the photographs have or evidence of that now because it was just you and I against a against three of them, which was quite cool. Um. What I'd love to say though, um, Navarre this time, um, E1, I remember us in the podcast <laughs> chatting about Navarre. Like. I would like to take back some of the things I said at E1 because E1, Navarre left us. Yeah. It wasn't very good. It was a bit shitty. Um, this battle, I remember we were heading in and I looked to the left and I looked through the woods and I could see just Druge everywhere. And I was like, shit, we, we're surrounded. And we need to charge forward. And we're totally surrounded. And I was like, for the first time, I thought this, this might actually get a little bit hairy. And then I saw Navarre just casually strolling into the woods. They all looked really happy, really yeah. high spirits, gave us a nod. And it was like within a blink of an eye, Navarre had just 
they'd annihilated the the Druze. Not a single Druze escaped from the woods into our main field. And likewise, we didn't let any of the Druze from the main field head into the woods. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Navarre, if there's any people from Navarre listening, you lot did really well. I'm very happy to fight alongside all of you wonderful people. (laughs) I'm starting to remember that I'm I'm literally, my head's standing on end as you're you're saying that actually. like just, Just remembering that because yeah, so as dawn, we did not like. I put freaking everything I had into that battle because I was oh my like, God, yeah. I was like, saw so, it. But we were as dawn, we were going like full tilt the entire time. We were in the middle. We were just like this unstoppable force, like you said, in the open, and we just pushed, pushed, pushed in the open. And like you said, by the time we got we got into the woods, Navarre had joined us, and throughout the entire battle, I was yeah. in so many lines with the Navari. Um, yeah, and the Navarre definitely got my respect this this season. We, we were, I felt a very strong bond of brotherhood, uh, or or should I say, uh, a Sibling strong hood? siblinghood. Yeah, with um, with the Navari this time yeah. because there was so many times that I wasn't so. I was I was so gun ho this time that I just wanted to be in front. The only people that I saw out in front of me were my commanders or, you know, basically people I look up to as, as a character. Mm. I wanted to make sure that there's a lot of times I didn't know where you were. I didn't know who where anyone was. I just knew the nation was at my back and I just wanted to be at the front. I was just always at the front. <laughs> and I tell you what, I saw as many Navari. Like every time I'm at the front, if I, if I looked to my side and there was Navari there, I was impressed because I was like, yeah, you get it. Um, and I will say this isn't like a, a, a dig at my fellow Dornish. But I had more Dornish people telling me, oh, get back in line than I had Navari people. Navari were actually stepping up next to me when my fellow Dornish were being, some of them, not not the majority, there's one or two that were being timid. And I was like, let's go. And Navari were like, yeah, fuck, let's go. There was like, I know there was, and I didn't go to the, the meetings, um, but I know there were, there were a couple of meetings within Dawn beforehand. And it was basically like a, do not all go running out. We need to be we need to be a uniform force this time. And I think that a lot of people were like, yes, okay, we need to be nice and uniform. And we were, but there were certain points where we didn't really need to be. And we just kind of, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I and the bar as well. I mean, I went down a couple of times and it was both Navarre and fellow Dornish getting me back up. And, and likewise, I, I definitely ended up, um, <laughs> there was someone there in the lines. I didn't really recognize them very well. And I, um, so I'd love to find them again, but they were wearing chainmail and they were standing next to me and our chainmail got linked onto each other. And it was so funny because we got stuck but we were fighting the people in front. So at one point we ended up just going like, we're just going to carry on fighting and we'll, we'll unattach ourselves Screw in a it. minute. Yeah. It. And it was amazing. We just basically became this, this, this cool little beast. And then we untangled ourselves. I was like, I'm going to put someone in between us now. Because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. going to keep happening. <laughs> yeah. there, there was, it was, it was, it was such a good battle, but just a, a exhausting battle. I just didn't care. And I was... Like I said, there, there was a lot of moments where it's just a haze and people have literally come up to me and given me stories about things I was involved in. I'm like, I, I, I can't, out of character, I, I cannot even remember that well, I can, because oh. as we've determined from this weekend, I can remember stories better than you. Yeah. So. Okay. Good. 
I want to tell an amazing story about you because it was freaking awesome. So we were there in the woods, okay? And there was quite a lot of Druze appeared in front of us and they were they were, they were were heading up and we had them held off in a bit of a shield wall type of tactic. We were holding them there. Most of us just wanted to take them out and gosh, it being Godric, really wanted to take them out. So some of the Druze had actually stepped forward. So if you picture this, there's lots and lots of Druze, a long space and then some Druze, then a space, then all of us facing them. And Godric decided to run through this space between the Druze, so I Druze both sides of him, and he just ran and cleaved every single one of them on his way. He spent all his hero points and yeah. took out three. It was worth and it. All I remember <laughs> so is it. the Druze, when it happened, I just remember them going, oh, shit, <laughs> <laughs> dropping down. It was just perfect. And everyone's like, did everyone just see that? That was crazy. But what was even funnier is that you didn't then just come back and be like, you carry on. I don't even know where you went. No, no, I'm you just, just like, kept going. No, but yeah. It was like, did anyone else see that Donish knight who just appeared? I went, ah, and went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Cause I knew I was, I'm like, right, this is my moment that they are. There's three of them. I have three hero points. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> so I was just, I just went and I was like, there's no way these people aren't going to take my calls. So it was just hitting each player, and I'm sorry if I hit you too hard. I am, if any of you are listening, I'm sorry. But I was like, there's no way these people aren't taking these calls. And I was just like, cleave, cleave. So the whole battlefield could hear it. And then cleave. And then obviously the Dornish were then like, okay. And I was just like, yeah, I took care of them. And then I just kept going. And then, but thing is, what was happening a lot of the time, it was that the, the, the line of Nabari and Dornish kept getting broken up by little islands of foliage in the woods so the yes. lines were moving at different paces so godric was getting angsty because i mean that's what made the gap so i could get around them um but every time i saw a dornish line moving up i was like well that's you know they're they're my people there i'm joining that line so there was every now and again that i would step out of the line i was in now don't get me wrong I'm, i wasn't being defiant against like if a commander said get back in line i was listening um but if people who weren't my commanders um this is a tip if, pe if people aren't your commanders you don't have to listen to them um and they're like oh get you know get back in line get back in line and i'm like well there's my there's a line there i'm joining that one and it there was maybe one circumstance where people didn't follow me and i'm just like whatever I'm, and then i just joined another line i was just like well this line's better yeah, <laughs> yeah. this line's pushing forward there was at one point as well where we, I was getting a little bit bored because the Druze weren't engaging and there was a huge gap between us. And I was like, we've got this weird sort of hold off. And I was like, can we not just take them out at this point? We, we could probably just take them out, right? Yeah. And they were being really silly. They were running up and running away and everything and trying to get people to chase them. And you just stepped out. You, you stood on top. I don't, I couldn't see what you were standing on top of. I was log, just I behind think, you. Yeah. It was a log. You stood up on a log. You held out your shield and your sword at like either side, arms outstretched, and you were just challenging them to come to you. And they, they stepped back. And I'm like, <laughs> you're one guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> one guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, nope, not today. I choose life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's, I did. I felt, pre I felt pretty pat. And that's what this game is all about. It's, uh, so if if listeners thinking that we're being like we're just telling a story we're being self-congratulatory but this is an example of how good this type of game is um 
D&D is another game where you can have the hero fantasy, but this is another game where you can totally live out. Like, you literally are living out that type of hero fantasy. So if that's something that you uh, do want to do, you can totally do it, you know? And it is... I, I, also, with, with I will say with fighting, um, and this is advice I've been given, um, both in LARP and, like, you know, doing martial arts, a lot mm-hmm. of it is about confidence you know because if if you if you look someone dead in the eye and you act like yeah you can't beat me you know because yeah these especially with their they got their orc masks on they got a big pike they got chain mail and they're looking at you scary yeah and you're like you've got to remember like they're looking at someone with chain mail with a shield that's got a smile on their face that's coming right at them so they're probably just as intimidated and if you act confident they're like, oh, I can take this person. Well, maybe I can't take this person. You just see that moment. And that's what I noticed as well, because I was like, well, I'm not going to intimidate anyone. I'm five foot five. I, I'm not going to intimidate a single person there. And then I realized, first of all, the ambi sort of thing throws so many people. Does, yeah, people so freak out when you fight ambi people. Oh, yeah. it's the, like I noticed people avoiding ambi people because you don't really, it, it, it is a little bit like flustering. Yeah. But also I just noticed that confidence. If I go out like being like, no, I can beat you and I'm confident and I, I'm loud and I'm just going to go for it. You just need that one step back. And as soon as you see that step back, that's like that opportunity to go for it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. If, if you're saying listening to this and you're, you're thinking, you know, oh, I, I could never do something like that or I could never go to LARP or I'd be terrified to go and fight in battles. First of all, you don't have to fight. But second of all, you you can. You can do it. Because I came into this not being a big, scary, confident person when it comes to to combat. I I thought that was going to be terrifying. And the amount of confidence it gives you, not just in the LARP field, but in every day-to-day life, that confidence you get from knowing that you've been in the field fighting orcs and... and, um, being loud and not caring who can hear you it makes such a big difference and it makes you feel like you have a voice and that's one of the reasons why it's so wonderful like i feel like i have a voice since doing this yeah yeah and it's it's that's the thing as well because you know that there's obviously a subconscious thing of like okay like you you obviously you can get hurt doing these things i'm not going to pretend that you can't get hurt because you're running through the woods so you're, you're dealing with you know you're in close quarters with people and it is it is a combat situation whether it is using soft foam weapons and um using uh like soft foam weapons or um or you know arrows with nubs on them like this like the arrows aren't really going to hurt you that badly yeah um so that does obviously give you like the out of character confidence as well but yeah for me like yeah, if if I, if I was in a real situation like that, which this is a fantasy world, you're not going to be. Yeah, obviously, I probably wouldn't be as confident as Godric is, but it's no. a it's it's a heroic fantasy, you know. That's the time to like stand up and be like, yeah, come at me, the, the archers. Yeah, I'm I'm so I'm also yeah because I was in like a changeling rage. I I apologize to members of my uh, members of my nation and the Navari, anyone who I was rude to, or, uh, I didn't shout at people, but I was definitely, Canada's. okay. Yeah. I maybe shouted. 
not at people. I shout back to people. I think like so. Just in their direction. That's shouting at them. <laughs> I just spoke loudly and, and swore in their general direction. Uh, not telling them to do things. It was it was response to people telling me to do stuff. You know, um, one example I do know. Well, there was a couple of examples I can think of. One, uh, there was like three arches in it, like that came round our like left left side, mm-hmm. and we've got Druge right in front of us, static, and we're static, and it's 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 like a good two thirds of the way through the battle. Everybody in Dawn and Navarra puffed. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But we're puffed, oh, yeah. right? So we're like just stood there. Um, the Druze do not want to engage. So it, there's a little bit of just a stopping point. And so there's a lot of just like posturing. Um, and then like three Druze archers like, you know, come out of the tree line. Um, and and a couple of people, because archers panic people probably more than anyone. And archers go, oh, uh, you know, archers, archers, and someone was like, "Oh yeah, you know, keep an eye on the archers." And people kept like, just kept saying it, and I was like, "I don't give a shit about archers." I mean, like, out of character, I have eight hit points, a shield, <laughs> and I'm just like, and I just look at these three archers, and I'm just like, to our left, and I'm just like, "How many arrows? Do you, like, we have an entire two armies here. Most of them have shields and armor on." I'm like, "How many?" Because <laughs> it, like, it was more of a dig at my allies that were panicking about the archers it's not yeah. as if we had a group of mages next to us it was just like oh archers and i'm like i looked right at the archers and was like how many arrows do you have <laughs> you know <laughs> um and they but they didn't do anything did they they were just i was like how many do you have and the only thing that saved those archers from me was the line of druge in front of me because quite honestly they were just stood there and i'm just like well, what are they gonna do if i just walk up to them and just cut them down you know they're in they're in no armor you know that they're gonna are they good they can't i mean through the rules i know it's metagaming but they're not they're not allowed to shoot me point blank um so if i just if i just run over there they're, they're just gonna run away <laughs> yeah so um but also they're, they're not gonna take out my they're not gonna take out like two lances of dornish and a load of navari with a few arrows so i'm just like people panic and i'm so that's really, why they're I, just gonna cause an inconvenience for a little bit exactly so people like panic <laughs> and i'm just like don't that that's what they're there they're there to panic you and obviously just me being godric and being dornish i'm just like you know i, I was basically i'm sorry if i offended anyone like out of out of character like offended you if i was like just being rude but yeah, that 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 is the attitude I would have had. You know, that my my character would have had is just like, yeah, stop, stop panicking about those three archers. We don't. Yeah, care about exactly. Them. Yeah, but yeah, I am. This is the first battle that I've had where I took an actual like out of character injury from. Um, yeah. like I got a really hard hit. Um, basically somebody with a pole arm had um hit through and they got me point point back in the chest. But with such a force, it completely knocked the knocked the air at my lungs, and I was really struggling. So huge thank you to the wonderful Orzel, you know who you are, who basically um got me to actual safety and realized really quickly that no, I was actually hurt. Um, I did say though, I said I don't need a I don't need an actual um first aider. I just needed yeah. yeah, I needed like a few moments to take a deep breath and use my inhaler and I like sat uh, stood there and they basically stood there with me and stayed with me until I was actually all good 
I didn't take, only took a couple of minutes and I was like, oh, okay, no, I'm good now. I'm good. But um, I'm actually going to stay back a little bit and just fight this, the stragglers back here until <laughs> before going into the line, because it was, it wasn't until I actually got back to camp and sat down and I was like, oh, I, my chest actually feels bruised. Like I actually don't feel too great with the adrenaline at all gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you can get hit. That's the thing as well. That's, um, that's one thing about obviously people wearing the mask is that that's more from the enemy side than the other side than our side is that people are wearing like orc masks and uh you know it's it's you know and they're wearing lots of like armor and in in there's intimidation tactics and you don't know who you're actually like hitting basically like literally hitting yeah um and yeah it's it's because because i did i like i i i whacked an, an orc and as soon as i connected like i'd completely dropped character i was just like sorry the the, the orc was re like really cool with it whoever you are um i'm so again i'm sorry um but every now and again you do you you, you go to do it and you're like oh that was that was that was hard i'm sorry sorry <laughs> you get over excited yeah. and you're like whoops well, so um, like somebody hit me in the face with a sword and they did the same they were like oh i'm sorry i was like i'm fine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all uh, good get you in a minute <laughs> because sometimes you think you get someone really badly and it's not too bad um but as long as as long as you are aware like as long as you're self-aware that yeah you're supposed yeah. to be pulling your blows there's a game um it's a bit odd because like other games like paintball and things like that that you know you do get physical pain from like actually being shot and some people are completely okay with that. So I think it's the same with LARP. Some people are physically okay with just being hit a bit harder because then you know mm. that you've been hit as well. Um, but you, you obviously you just want to try to, uh, yeah, obviously pull your blows. Um, and most people are so cool with it. So I had someone, this is a story from later, but I may as well just tell yeah. it now. So I literally yeah. had someone come into, uh, into Dawn, this is the Dawn camp later on the Saturday, um, and said, oh, hey, uh, in the battle this morning, because I didn't recognize him because they had a mask on. He was like, oh, in the battle this morning, I'm really sorry that I hit you in the head. I didn't mean to do that. And I was like, I was like, dude, it's cool. I don't even remember being hit in the head. I was <laughs> like, because you were hit in the head. <laughs> because I was hit in the head, obviously. That's why I don't remember. <laughs> I was in a. <laughs> but he was, he was like, oh yeah, no, I'm so sorry. I caught you on the top of the head. I didn't mean to. He was like, and he, um, he was quite a big, uh, you know, he's quite a tall, a tall guy, um, broad guy. And he was like, oh, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's, it's just cool being like the big aggressive orc. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's totally, it's totally fine. It was amazing. Fine. You know, I, I did, I, I think I remembered his beard. Like when he came up and said to me, oh, this. And I was like, oh no, I think I do remember interacting with you on the battlefield. Um, but just, just the act of like finding me in character and being like, hey, uh, sorry that I caught you. And it, it was fine because I didn't remember being caught. He obviously thought it was harder than it was or something. Um, but I, I took no notice. Um, but yeah, so most people are so cool like that. I mean, that's 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 how you play the game because it is going to happen. Yeah. Every every now and again, you're going to miss because it's, it is combat. You, you're going to overdo it slightly or someone's going... Because the, the thing is the shield, a, a lot of people will kind of do miss strikes literally because they're stood next to me with a shield or someone else with a shield because what happens is that i will parry with my shield someone will be attacking someone next to me and i'm going to be like this with my shield and yeah. that parries their pole arm into the person like next to me or something um and then the person firing the pole arm out of me will apologize to the person next to me 
and you're like, whose fault is it? it and every, like, literally everyone has to apologize and just be like, oh, sorry, but you know, it's not actually anybody making a mistake. It's literally just, oh, so there's spears flying at me, block, you know, and it, it flies off and hits someone else. You know, yeah, happens. exactly. Happens. <clears throat> but yeah, so we, we carried on throughout the woods and everything um, in the battle. And that was amazing and we we yeah we found out the objective had been um achieved and we um we started heading back did a bit more more combat through the fields than we out but overall like it was great we were like you said already navarre and dawn were puffed because we did yeah. a ridiculous amount of we were non-stop yeah. in every battle so far that i've been in there's been a clear moment where you can go and get a rest this battle there was that didn't really happen there yeah. was um basically right at the start in the field very start when the commanders came around and said that everybody take a knee take a drink now and i was like oh this is weird we've only been here for like five minutes and now i understand why they did that and i'm really yeah. glad that i listened to them and actually yeah took a knee and had something to drink and yeah. caught my breath ready because i don't think i would have coped otherwise yeah so i heard some people talking about this and and i think it's true so maybe some of the high guard and the uruzeni will appreciate me saying this um so i think the high guard and uruzeni were waiting around for quite a while and uh obviously towards the end of the battle or, or kind of two-thirds of the way through was when they got some engagement i think high guard maybe got into a bit of trouble the league got into a bit of trouble as well i heard okay um yeah they really did yeah yes. so they, they there really was did. but what was happening is that i think they were getting kind of frustrated they weren't getting action and they came in like super fresh um and they were a little bit like what the hell is dawn doing um but we were we were just as soon as we went out of the gate like literally out of the gate we were just non-stop all the time and it was just constant charging moving forward charging fighting moving charging fighting and i think high garden urism were just kind of waiting around and then by the time yeah. they got some action they were like oh yeah you know and then they they pushed i don't I, I have no idea where they were but i know that there was like grumbles from them being like oh we sat around them by the time we got there navarre and dawn were like not moving or they weren't doing something um but i think that's literally what happened is that we yeah yeah we, we just did so much and even though i did say some you know I, I made some comments about you know the dawn not pushing forward like don't get me wrong they're like i'm so proud of my nation my nation did just amazingly dawn like absolutely force, smashed honestly. it absolutely smashed it um, like out of character there was a lot of people that were literally stopping for a break because they were like i can't charge yeah, any yeah out of character everything there was a moment we got a good picture actually but there was one moment where house de sandra's was just and us were just like just stopped for a second because we were literally we were so out of breath we were sweating so much oh my um, god and there was just a it was just, it was it was a it was a in character stopping point in the battle and it was the first time we had like stopped and that was the moment where oh look out for smoke so everyone was just looking out for smoke because we were looking for the for the general and then we were like right mission uh mission done so everyone was just like well we just go home then it's, it's, you know sorted um yeah like when we were heading out um so we we're heading out like not not the sentinel gate but like the, the gate to the the um woods that we we're in and we we're heading through there and that's when like somebody came past went oh if you want a moment um 
it looks like a lot of league or, or trapped but right there and we kind of went Wait, what and it was really yeah. like wait, how why are they there yeah and then I remember we were kind of like, we were puffed and just about to drop. But I remember like us giving each other a look of like, we need to go help them. And we went to turn around and we just saw lots of like people from the league of people yeah, like, oh, good, they're out. Yeah, good, they're out. Yeah, out of <laughs> character, I was like, that. thank, thank the Lord they are out. Oh, I think I would, I think I would have just, I would have dropped. I think yeah. if I had to do any more fighting at that point. It was a lot. We headed out, we cleared the field of the last few Druze that were around, and we, we got out, and yeah. Yeah, so uh, one tactical thing um, that I want to bring up that wasn't really, it was something I thought of, but it was it, it seemed to be a lot of people were talking about it, um, because I'm starting to learn more about the game, the military game, like the, the active military game is that like Dawn is very good at rolling flanks, right? So that means like, if you can imagine, you know, a line at the end of the line, like curls in on itself. So obviously yeah. what you want to do, then that means you're hitting the flank of the enemy. Um, Dawn are very good at that. The The issue with this battle, even though it was super successful, we were knackered and high guard were, weren't doing anything at the start and they, I think they were a little bit angsty about that and were like okay we're waiting 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 now we go yeah. um, the fact that Dawn were like the middle line and we had Navarre on our flank um, and we had the other nations on our flank like we were an unstoppable wall and we don't give ground but I think Dawn are more effective on the f on, on the end like so if, yeah. if we ha I, I think if we had you know this is just like there's, there's maybe people that know the military game way better than me and just like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But yeah, just, just this is just because I want to start like start trying to think about this because it's the game I'm maybe interested in in like the battlefield. Yeah. Maybe not, I don't want to maybe go generalship, but I think I might want to be start putting myself forward for battlefield command type things. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like Dawn, uh, Dawn would have been done better if we had our lances on, on the end. And it didn't matter which end, because there were so many times where you just looked at the end and you were just like, we could literally just roll around the entire Druze now. Like if, if we yeah, had a Dornish cause... lance on that side, we'd have we'd have them in a donut and they're just all wiped out. But I was thinking because the same Dawn was just in the middle, couldn't do because it. Because we, yeah, because we kind of got trapped there quite a lot. And it was like, um, Dawn, a strength of Dawn is the fact that we can charge. We just like, we were, it was taking that away from us because we were getting caught up in the middle. And I think, yeah, it was amazing that we were with Navarre, but like part of me is thinking maybe we shouldn't have actually been at that point. Maybe we should have almost gone in, seen that Navarre were covering that area and found another way, like, like you just said, like donutting around the outside and hitting the Druze from the other side. Yeah. Although I believe that's where League and Highguard were because that's how League then got trapped back there. So it was almost like if we'd been able to roll around and join I, yeah, them. Yeah, I just feel like come in. Yeah, again, like the field marshal did a fucking amazing job. But like, oh yes, a hundred percent field marshal, amazing. Like this, well this, is, this isn't me criticizing at all. This is just me like just <clears throat> dipping my toes into that side of the game. Yeah, um, and like frontline, my frontline anecdotal anecdote from this battle is that i'm just like yeah we did amazingly obviously if i if we could you know i'm just going to be you know um congr self-congratulatory of my nation here and be like yeah if we could just clone dawn like several times then we just smash everything because we're awesome um <laughs> but yeah for me if we had had like league and high guard 
in the middle and split Dawn down the middle and had them on the way, or have Dawn on one side and Navarro on the other, I think we would have just, we would have wiped everything out on that battlefield. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And like, like I'm saying that the military game is the thing that's actually really exciting. And the, the general that we had on, you know, like seeing, um, seeing someone like that on there is definitely inspiring myself to be like, yo, you know, one day I could actually go and do something like this. Yes. I don't need to be a big, scary person to do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just need to actually know what's happening and be able to take yeah. that control. And it was wonderful. So well yeah. done. Yeah, we should say as well. Yes, yeah, it was a Dornish general that was the field marshal. Yes. Um, as well. So obviously, because we won. It's... Uh, uh, yes. Because we're awesome. They are the one. They, they, that's the person that you, you need as a general each yeah. time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, we had so much momentum, especially Navarre and Dawn. Unfortunately, I think that momentum carried on to the Sunday, which we'll talk about that in another episode. But uh, yeah, <laughs> like as in like the the player momentum carried on to the Sunday. Um, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. We'll, we'll sorry, talk about... We're sorry. <laughs> we're so sorry. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm going to get us back at you for. Yeah. So anyway, we, 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 yeah, we came back mm. and... So the other thing about like we we drank too much we, like I drank too much alcohol on Thursday I drank too much alcohol on Friday I I I went for it on the Saturday battle after that like my body was just my body was broken and the energy levels were just so low for me um and it's difficult in that type of weekend because trying to manage your energy because the last summit we fought on the Sunday and on the Saturday was such a chill monster battle because we were skirmishing and there wasn't really anything to do. We weren't yeah. in the thick of it. We just had so much more energy for the Saturday afternoon and the Sunday. And we didn't arrive at the campsite either at E2 until Friday, like late Friday. So we had less time. So that's one of the downfalls of arriving Thursday is that you're not tempted to just like stay up late and party all Thursday if you get there the Friday, it's just like, right, you have, you know, you, you, I think you just have more energy to do stuff. Um, so Saturday, we were like, oh, yes, that was a lot. And then we we're like, right, we'll just carry on with our test of metal stuff. Yeah, we did a lot before the test of metal. Did we? Oh, yeah. But wait, what? I've, did we not do the well, test of metal I stuff? I then we... twice more not... before we did the test of metal. Did we not do a little bit before that? No, we didn't. Okay. No. Um, so when I'll... we got back, it was like lunchtime. Okay. We grabbed some food. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and then my first thing was at like I had three things back to back, and the first one was at like two. So yeah, we kind of got ourselves ready, sorted out, and um, I for the first time got to Black Knight this time. So that was super exciting. Um, again, thank you to those who lent me different parts of kit to make it so that I could actually do this. I definitely looked like a different person body-wise because I had a gambeson that was a size too big. I had a big tunic that was a couple of sizes too big. I looked like a different person. So you look good though. Thank you. You look good. Oh yeah, it, yeah. it worked out well. Um, do you want to explain? one what the tournament is and two what the black what black knighting is or do you, do you want me to explain half of it how about i explain the black knight okay go for um it. 
So black knighting is basically something that um, your folk tend to do within dawn. To my understanding, anyone can actually do it. Yeah, anyone can do but it. But yeah. it's typically your folk that do it. Um, when you black knight, it is it basically means that you cover up any heraldry. Um, typically with a black getup, like black tunic, gambeson, and so on. But you cover heraldry. You also the key point of this is your face is covered. This means that the um, other people do not know who you are. They, they, they literally cannot tell who you are. Only somebody in Dawn can do this though. If somebody out with Dawn were to come in with a Black Knight getup, they would stand out instantly and be scrutinized for it. Yeah, it's what's called half magic in, mm -hmm. in the system. So yeah if someone in dawn covers their face in a black veil or a, you know basically if they black knight no one in dawn can tell who they are it's it's either they are they just they just they their identity just completely goes as soon as they put it on yeah yeah so like as you said yes yeah, so it is the half magic and um what this um for for myself what i did is i went for a veil i went for a black veil to cover my face first of all I'm my my lineage doesn't change I'm still a changeling and there's not many things that go over the top of antlers so I wore a veil that way it could drape over my antlers and still give me a full field of vision I then um was approached by House Rizal who had um they were the only ones that came up to me and put a case forward yeah they they they, they they um they found me outside my, my my own tent came over put a full case and a pitch as to why they would be the best fit for this position okay. and asked me to fight for them yeah so i fought for them yeah. well the thing is we said one we said on the podcast last time we were like hey we were thinking about black knighting up i didn't um you were definitely like i'm definitely black knighting up and you didn't have anyone to fight for on that tournament and we said on the podcast one if anyone is looking for fighters to, you know, come and uh, put your case forward, um, whether you wanted that particular candidate from House or Zelda win or not, um, anyone could have come up to you and said, hey, I'm looking for fighters to fight for me. This is why I should be the Night Protector of Summer. So I'll explain a little bit about the tournament. So the tournament is to decide the Night Protector of Summer, which is a... yeah. Yeah, which is a position in a position in Dawn to do like because we talked about the Night Protector of Spring in the last set of podcasts. We talked about the Night Protector of Winter and before. So this one, it was the Summer Summit. This is where we choose the Night Protector of Summer. So the winner of the tournament can then, you know, pass that uh, title on to someone or take it for themselves. Yeah. Only nobles can enter the tournament. However, so the way that knight errants or yo folk can enter is by black knighting. So it's only black knights and nobles, and because of the magic, you can't tell who's who's there as a black knight. Interestingly, in game, like because when you're a knight protector, you're dealing with so that the the beings in the different realms. The Eternals, apparently, this is what I learned. I learned a lot about this in the League as well, like their masks. Um, so, like, the hearth magic that makes Dornish people not recognize the Black Knights is one thing, but Eternals really struggle with masks. So yeah. they're like demigods, right? And 
if you come with a mat, if you come with a face covering, they really struggle to tell who you are. So therefore, um, when you're dealing with if if the night protector of whatever realm it is, spring, summer, autumn, were to go and talk to an eternal, if they are a black knight, and if they are just known as this the black knight is the night protector of whatever, you us as the Empire can change who that is and constantly just put a mask over them and the Eternals won't won't know because they just go, oh, this is just the Black Knight. Um, it's a bit like the Stig in, <laughs> in Top Gear or something, you know, it's just like... <laughs> that is yeah. something I haven't heard in a very long time, but it's actually a perfect way of describing yeah. it. <laughs> it could be anyone, you know, it's just like... It could, it could be, be anyone, it yeah, could even be you. Yeah, it could, yeah, it could be one person or it could be many people. You don't know, it's just yeah. someone that shows up with, with a veil. So, uh, yeah, in- interestingly, like politically having a black knight as knight protector is is pretty good for especially communally for um so so that there are i did hear a few people talk about them you know the best thing would be if all four all four knight protectors of spring summer autumn and winter were all black knights because you know dawn could then you know collaborate but you know that doesn't happen collaboration um everyone has their uh, motives which just is just really juicy game as well but sorry like you said the house or were literally the only people that came up and went this is why i should be night protector of summer i yeah. you know if you would like to fight for me and we'd be honored to have you well it was wonderful fighting with with Orzels. um it's my first time fighting with them actually and they were um it was great because it was a little daunting at first being in the glory square with so many people but not just like anyone so many competent fighters now i did feel a little nervous about it so being within the sorzel cluster was quite nice at the start got out got a lot of hits off got some really good cleaves out which i was happy with <laughs> accidentally cleaved someone on the rsl team so nah. sorry <laughs> also that's the other good thing about being a black knight you can just be like nah it's on it let's go um and then i was cleaved and i went down on my butt and I was like, well, my arms still work. It's my leg that was cleaved. And somebody reached her hand out to help me. And I was like, no, cleave. And they were like, nope. <laughs> they paralyzed me. <laughs> and I got dragged out. And it was amazing because then I got to have a full, my first ever full surgery experience because I was given my first ever um, traumatic wound card. First ever one. I yeah, was really excited. Yeah. So I got it. I was like, oh, what do I do? What do, I do? Okay, do you want okay. to explain what it is? Or traumatic wound card. Is? is something that the, the refs actually hand out and they hand these out for different reasons. Usually it's if there is a, if you're doing a really good, a good job at role-playing something out and they want to give you some more game, they give you this traumatic wound. Now it's a card that you, um, the effects don't really take place until you're you're outside of the, the combat. So I it is my first ever one and I wasn't too sure. Now, the person who was treating me, um, I, I knew them, I knew they, they were really knowledgeable. And as I go out, I just handed it straight to them and they read it. And then it was their job to rip the card open. So on the outside, it basically said role play effects. You know, you feel a pain within your chest. And I came out, I was like, my chest, my chest, it's, I can't, I can't breathe. And I was like role playing this out and I handed them the card and they ripped it open and they went, we need to get you to hospital now 
and they rushed me there. They put me on a bed. They they they, they um poured this water over me. They got these knives out. They stitched me up. It was incredible. And then they were like, "You have to stay here." One thing I'm going to say: the role play was so deep and so heavy that afterwards it was really easy to role play that I had just had surgery done on my chest because I felt like I had I was like walking around being like oh yeah and no I'm just a bit I'm a bit hurt and everything and I could feel it and I could genuinely feel it yeah, yeah. nothing there but I could genuinely feel it I built it up so much in my head that I was just like Sympathy oh yeah, pain, yeah yeah just I got a stitching and you know she's done this you know funky pattern with the stitches and I'm just oh yeah 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 I mean that's <laughs> the cool thing with the traumatic wounds is that you can if you really want to you can you know add that to your character aesthetic as well like you know if you're like oh yeah you know I've gone to into the surgery last summit so then like next summit you can be like oh I'm gonna get some scar prosthetic you know for that injury is, or something was... you know it was over my chest and I was like, damn, I would have been so cool to get like proper prosthetic on for some of the injuries, but it's on my chest. So I'm probably not going to be showing anyone that. So, no. you know. No. <laughs> Unless. Unless. <laughs> 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 so everyone comes up and asks you the surgery scar. <laughs> so I had really good game not being in the night protection talk because I didn't black night up. But uh, because I knew that no because you were black knighting i had a great time and there was tons of people at that tournament uh so yeah i just walked around the glory square just like spotting people that like knew us in character and walking up to them being like i'm like oh yeah they're like watching i'm like hey have you seen rnl and it's quite funny because out of character they would like look straight at you and you could see like the the brain skip just be like oh i think she's no, I haven't seen her because <laughs> you were obviously black knighting. Um, so I really enjoyed that, just literally walking around and I just didn't stop. I just went from one group to the next being like, where's Aaron? Like, Aaronelle went for a walk and I can't find her. And they're like, what, Aaronelle? Oh, she's... Oh, no. Yeah, where is she? I have no idea. You know? <laughs> it's like everyone... Because it's such a simple bit of game in Dawn. But I was like, no, I, I want to take a full advantage of the fact that you're black knighting I'm, I'm outside and I'm connected to you in that way. And people who know Dawn, the Dornish brief. And then anyone that I did speak to was like, Oh, have you seen Aaron L? And they're like, Oh yeah, she's right there. And I'm like, what, where, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and then I would explain, cause I think there was a couple of younger people. I was like, Oh yeah, by the way, there's like, you can't, you, you can't tell like black knight and you won't be able to tell who it is. So, um, and it's also fun game to, the other black knights that are fighting as well, when you see them in character later, it's also fun to give them that bit of game of being like, where were you? You missed the tournament. The tournament was great. And they get to be like, oh no, I missed it. <laughs> just... <laughs> That's what it's just, it's just a good bit of lore that you, you get a decent game out of. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, no, I really enjoyed black knighting. Um, I'm definitely going to do it again. This is your warning, everyone. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm I'm like, if... I, I would kind of like to do it because it's part of the game and the Knight Errant archetype that I might not want to miss, but it might be the case that, you know, I might be noble before that happens, so in which case I'm going to just enter as myself. Nobles can Black Knight, but there needs to be a reason, so there would be a weird reason to... And yeah. I don't know whether I'm, uh, unless I get into that side of the game where 
you never know. I might need to speak to an Eternal from one of the realms and I might be like, right, I need to be the Night Protector. You know, I want to try and fight to be the Night Protector to speak to these Eternals or something. Um, currently, I think um, one of the Night Protectors, um, our characters are allies with. So I can see, and that they don't, their house doesn't have a big military presence. So I can see me next year, um, like fighting for them, um, for, you know, for Night Protector, because they don't have any martial people currently in their house on the, on, you know, at the field, on the field. Um, but apart from that, I don't really have any skin in the game for, for Night Protector. Yeah, same. I mean, I just like any excuse to fight, to be honest. <laughs> excuse to fight. Like, I just want to go and fight. If you want me to fight for you, I will fight for you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we we did that. And then I went, got out of all the Black Knight stuff, put my other armor on, ready to do, we did some patrolling, didn't we, around the Glory Square? Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was another tournament after that. There was lots of tournaments. Um, I do have what I do have one little complaint about all the tournaments. I'll say that after we talk about all the tournaments. Um, but yeah, so there was another. There was a majors tournament, which I can't remember the name of. I'm so sorry. Um, a lot of these. So it was like teams. Teams of three, right? So they were all majors, um, and it was was to do an eternal. I'm so sorry. I cannot remember the details of what was going on. So basically, like there was they were chosen last summit, and there was a big tournament to decide. You know. Door. Sorry. Oh, the door. Go get the door. I'll pause it. Hello, we're back. Yeah, sorry. But someone was at our door. Believe it or not, because I know it is, you know, really difficult to believe, but we we do not have a high security studio where there's a do not disturb <laughs> on air. <laughs> well, we have a Rottweiler who sometimes stops people, but stops usually people. not. But you know, uh, maybe one day we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll make it and we'll be in a nice podcast recording studio, um, <laughs> <laughs> if if people can stand us for that long, who knows? Anyway, so one of our I'm not actually going to say because there are, I know they are okay with um, us mentioning their their characters, um, but plot wise um they might not yeah, want I, us let, let's they, not mention yeah they might not wise. want us tipping off just in case anybody who um is against uh is against them so basically during the tournament um one of our allies came up to us and was like there might be a bit of trouble because um one of the eternals was pissed off at something yeah and their followers potentially might cause some trouble um, so we girded up, so girding up, I learned a lot about girding this time, actually, which I do actually <laughs> want to talk about that. Um, so we girded up, which means you get all your kit on for combat. Um, and so we basically were just like bodyguards, well, bodyguards, we were security. So we just basically walked around while this tournament was going on tons of, cause it was like multi, multinational, this tournament. So basically mm -hmm. every single nation was taking part in this tournament in Dawn. So Dawn was heaving with people. Um, and we were just, you know, we, we didn't have much interest in the tournament because um, it was a major tournament, whatever. <laughs> so we, we were literally just keeping an eye out, like standing next to groups of people we thought might be suspicious. Um, for those audio listeners, Robin's just opening beer because she loves beer. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I usually mute myself and I forgot to there. I'm so sorry. It's fine. There's we're, your we're not... beer sound effect. Beer sound effect. Yeah, exactly. We totally have a soundboard for, for, for beer. Crack open a cold one. <laughs> Sponsored by beer. Yeah. Not particularly, just beer. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, yeah, the, it's not it's not a purposeful product placement for those audio listeners. Um, our favorite beer is is uh, Brewdog, which is a um, Scottish beer company that make just the best IPA. Um, you never know. One day, <laughs> free plug for you, Brewdog. <laughs> there you go. Have that on me. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah we were we were walked around security for that and then. Was it the Brock's Toll after that? Yeah, so I basically, because I was fighting a Brock's Toll, I headed over to the Durandals, um, their tent. Um, the rules this time was no armor and knives only. So I pretty much shed all my armor in a pile in the Durandals tent. So sorry for, for everybody there trying to keep it all nice and tidy. I just was like, quick, I've got five minutes. <laughs> Took everything off. I borrowed knives from um from some from um Drondles and from uh Has Codifer as well. So I had two really nice knives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I can I use this opportunity to actually just shout out the fact that uh yeah, I lost your short sword, which would have counted as a dagger. Mm. Um in the Saturday battle and Lost and Found hasn't picked it up yet because we checked several times over the weekend. So if you see a um, a short sword that's made by um, uh, light armories, um, yeah. quite a distinctive look uh, with a gold hilt. It also has a token um, from House to Sandra's wrapped around it with a little golden wolf on it with a golden ribbon. Um, yeah, if you could return it to us, if you if you found it or lo or uh, lost and found, hopefully it will be there next season. Um, but yeah, I thought I would just shout that out because you were like, oh, I do have one, but uh, Godric lost it. Well, it wasn't even that one I was referring to because that one would actually be too long to class mm. as, a, as a knife. It was my other one that I lost, but I found that one again. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, thank you for plugging that because yeah, yeah I'm, I was going to share some photos around a bit because... I want it back. Yeah, well, yeah, we want it back. We want the token back and we want the sword because that was your first weapon you ever bought. So. First ever sword. Yeah, it's just got sentimental value at this point. Yeah. But yeah, so we got everything ready. We had a little bit of um, combat practice in the um, Durandal's tent. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then we headed out. So Brock's Toll is a toll bridge. And this is a competition between the marchers and Dawn. Now, this might seem are... familiar. This might seem familiar That's because, because it is. Godric fought last time. The rules were quite clear no armor, only knives allowed, and one hit each. That's it. Nice and straightforward. I'm Ambi, so I had two knives. Totally fine. They did question that, mainly because they were asking if we were okay with them having two knives. And we were like, if you have the Ambi skill, of course. Oh, how 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 generous of Oh, so generous. How generous. And we started fighting. And then 
people started saying that we were cheating because one of the Donish on our side had the throwing skill and they had throwing knives. Throwing knives are knives. The rule was only knives allowed. Yeah. Therefore, throwing knives are allowed. Yeah. Also, yeah, the, that player had to spend an experience point to get the throwing skill. Get those throwing. Yes. We fought. We won the first round. Um, Until totally not bigger myself yeah. up here. Yeah, totally not bigger myself up here. But uh, I was the only one left standing at the end of the first round. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're fucking awesome. So. <laughs> That was fun. Um, and then they were like, they were like, okay, no throwing daggers in the second yeah, they round. Do, oh, get, get, surprise, surprise. The marchers changed the rules. It was annoying though, because the the player in question with throwing daggers also has Ambi. So they could have just come in with Ambi, but it basically made meant they were short. But okay, fine. Yeah, they just didn't bring throwing knives because if they brought them, they would have been like, oh yeah, let's do it. Mm. Third round, so Marchers won that round. Third round, and this actually turned into an agreement between everyone in the Glory Square. It was like everyone competing ignored the outside of the square because the Marchers competing, they went, we don't see a problem with throwing knives. Like they weren't contesting it at all. It was just the fact that lots of people outside were shouting it. And we basically had like a handshake agreement of there's no reason why they can't be allowed. So they were allowed back for that last one, um, but didn't make a difference. Marches took the last round. So well done to you, wonderful people. Yeah, it yeah. was wonderful fighting with you all. Um, amazing sportsmanship from both sides, I would say. We had a lot of really funny moments. There was a lot of laughing and giggling throughout it. I must admit, it was so much fun. And yeah, I would love to fight with you, with you, you people again. Um, Thank you for inviting us back for, for drinks later on. The, the night totally got away from us and we didn't end up being able to come back. But we will be there because we did visit the Marchers pub in question on the Friday night and it was incredible. So we will definitely be back. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, I actually had a good time in the, the March. Was it Friday night or Saturday night? I thought it was Saturday night. It was Friday night because that's what I just remembered. I was like, oh, what did we do on the Friday? We went to the March. Oh, no, pub. yeah, we did. Yeah, no, because yeah, we went, I think we went with Lupo to get something awesome yeah we... and then we lost lupo and we went to the march yeah we went to the pub and they had Wonderful. table service oh. pub it was awesome it was great I, I know it's not like from just from from facebook i know this is a new thing that that's been started there um keep doing it it's yeah. amazing the, the beer was great atmosphere was great it was absolutely lovely please keep doing it basically yeah the the the, the march that, that was again that was i mean the, the, just having the test of metal uh yeah i visited parts of the anvil camp that i've never visited before i've never been to the marches before mm. even though we didn't go there specifically for our test we just went there just because oh yeah well i haven't been there before um yeah that their camp is is fantastic and their yeah. pubs are amazing i mean not not as good as boys guys but you know, <laughs> they did the best of what they have. As good as I am, <clears throat> non-Donish pub could be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Brock's told because um, this podcast is half mine. Um, I I do want to not that I want to be negative at all about uh, Brock's toll. I'll I'll do the uh, okay. I'll do the shit sandwich. Right. I'll go. Brock's toll was. I had fun 
last season fighting in Brock's Toll. I think it was great that um, because when they were looking for other fighters, they came to both of us. And I was like, look, you came to me last time. I'm perfect. I, I don't care. Like, like I want Aaron L to fight in it and other people wanted a crack. And I'm like, yeah, no. I, so I wasn't pushing to be in Brock's Toll again. Uh, yeah. Battle for it. Um, so I thought it was awesome that both of us have had a go at Brock's Toll and have both experienced that. Um as two players and two characters. Um, that was awesome. However, the... the so my, my problem last time stuck. Like, last time I was like, well, who's making these rules? It seems very skewed to the marches for a start. It seems that the marches have a plan. <laughs> it seems that they have a team. And that was reinforced because i recognize a lot of faces from the last time so they obviously have a team of people that you know have a plan and the dornish plan is just to find anyone who wants to fight in brock's toll um and we have no set we don't seem to have any say and even if we did i didn't speak to anyone who did have a say in the rules of brock's toll um another point is that obviously because Brock's Toll apparently wasn't supposed to take place last summit. No, it wasn't. So all that effort that me as a character and me as a player put into Brock's Toll last time, it felt like that was kind of shat on a bit, which I wasn't wasn't that happy about um, because I had good moments and things like that. And it was almost like, like, oh yeah, that didn't count. And I'm like, okay, that didn't count. Um, Thirdly, in the shit part of it, um, and I don't mind saying this on podcast and out of character because I was very vocal, vocal in character on the side of the ring. The marchers turned up to support their team. Dawn, you just weren't present. Um, not only were the nobles not present because the nobles weren't allowed and I'll almost, almost give them a pass, although I sort of don't give them a pass. Um, the yo folk of which have a council and this is a yo folk tournament of which there yeah. are of which there are literally no other so most tournaments are either noble only or magic only or free for all there's no martial tournament there's no yo folk tournament apart from Brock's toll so i was quite disappointed that on the marcher side they had countless supporters and on the dornish yo folk side no one was there cheering you. Um, and I was very vocal in character. And I was like, where are the Dornish? Where are the Dornish competitive people? Um, so in character, I was annoyed. Out of character, I'm a little bit like, if if we're not into this, why are we doing it? <laughs> what we'll see as well is organization-wise, I think is a little bit crazy with it because I was fighting in it and I didn't know when it was going to take place until like it was a discussion yeah. on the day and we literally went, looked at some schedules and went, oh, this time here should work. We'll do it then. So it was kind of like a rush thing at the end. Um, yeah, from what I heard, basically Dawn had um, approached and what Dawn had suggested was we all fight as ourselves. Our normal abilities, whatever armor we want, we are just our characters. Yeah. And March just turned that down and said no. Well, of course they will, yeah. So because they turned it down, that's what then... It became very, like, 
almost like it was more sided towards March was because it was like almost. It's, it's definitely is um, <laughs> it I, I, by the way I'm willing to have this discussion in character with any Marches listening also like well yeah because I want to hear the other side of yes. this because from our side it felt like Marches were like well no we don't like to fight with armor so no one's getting to fight with armor yeah um, we don't fight with them, Sword and Shields, so no one's getting to fight with Sword. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. And the thing is, the narrative that is in Dawn, and there is some some truth to it, not a complete truth, but the narrative is that the best fighters in Dawn are either noble or working towards becoming noble. So yeah. it, it's almost like they're like, oh yeah, you know, these big, no these big noble uh fighters that are all in beautiful heraldry and they've got all the abilities all the magical abilities all the magical items all the magical weapons they've got all the good because they're super competitive dawn let's go oh no we'll aim for the yo folk i'm totally up for the yo folk uh people who are staunch yo folk being like okay there's other ways because i have heard the argument oh there's other ways of being glorious than being noble and if that has some, I don't think it is mutually exclusive to be like, oh, because I'm sure that, because I know a load of yo folk that are martial, and, well, sorry, not martial, but they are um, heavy into the combat game, into the military game, don't want to be noble. So I don't think it is noble equals we want to fight. Yeah. So, but. <clears throat> I think the yo folk need to step up, especially some of the yo folk that have been around a while, step up and be like, yeah, okay, well, if this is going to be a yo folk versus marches tournament, let us take control of it. But it almost feels like the nobles are organizing our side of the Brock's Toll, and it's a bit like, oh, yeah, we have to do Brock's Toll. I don't know, just gather some yo folk, whatever. I'm not that bothered about it. Um,. I don't know. A lot of this needs to be sorted out in character. Like I'm, I'm sort of willing. I'm sort of not because the problem with the knight errant archetype is that we're looking to be noble, so therefore putting a lot of effort into Brock's toll when it's a yo folk issue is difficult because one, you know, it's going to become apparent one day that it that's not what we're going to be interested in. So really. I'm confused with it out of character. Like either the yo like the, the marchers need to talk to the Yofo council, basically. That's what I think. And that might be the case already. Um well, and I might be completely wrong, but it, no, it feels like that's not what's happening. No, um like from my understanding, no, that's not what's happened so far, and that's what could do with happening. I yeah. I am a little bit curious. Um and again, this is something that's gonna be in character. And um, the marchers I fought with, um you lot were wonderful and I'd really like to actually chat to you all in character about it and actually explore it then because I think that's more proactive because I want to know what rules in place were there for yourselves because for all I know the marchers had a similar experience where they weren't able to do certain things but they weren't allowed certain people and for for all I know there's a similar thing going on yeah. and it'd be quite cool to share those experiences together and actually have that chat and to be fair, if I'd managed to free up the rest of the night and go off and meet them and have a drink, then that's what would have happened, basically. And I totally get that. Um, but yeah, it was a little bit strange in the fact that, um, yeah, like there's a UFO council, like you just said. Yeah. That would have been a good point to really yeah. push it and push, why do we want this? All that aside, I had so much fun fighting yeah. there. But there's something oh there. My gosh. That's the Wonderful. thing. It, it's not as if 
this is a thing that it's like oh it just it just needs to stop and we'll just give the bridge to the marches and it just we can't be bothered with it because that's that's the um i am generalizing but it's just the energy that i'm getting from the noble part of dawn is that i can't be bothered and i don't want to hear about brock's toll anymore because everyone keeps moaning about it um however like having fought in it and seeing you fight in it there is a camaraderie that is underlying there um and i think it would be it would be made stronger if the dornish yo folk didn't feel like they were getting a raw side of the deal and mm. the marches may feel the same way but it, from my point of view it just feels like at the end of it the marches all like you say good it's good sportsmanship between the two teams and they're like look you know we're all one empire we're happy that we won we have respect for you dawn you know this is about you know we are different but we are one empire that's great but the problem is there's like this underlying bitterness on the dornish side that i think needs rectified i don't think it is i think, I think it needs there's something yeah, there i, I it agree needs to be sorted out but yeah, I mean that was that was a lot of fun though. We we did that or, or, or I went and did that, and then um, afterwards, um, I can't remember what happened. Like straight after the Brock's talk, because I know that I, I think I went and got into my armor and stuff, and then oh, I remember what happened. Okay, so I went, got into my armor, and thought I'm going to chill out outside the tent for a bit, and we sat down outside the tent, and we were joined by a friend of ours, and we all sat there chatting. Um, and this is when we were like, oh, we should head back, continue our test of metal at this point. And that's when I noticed, because I really wanted to speak to the orcs. And that's when I noticed an orc sitting outside one of the Dornish tents. Did? Oh, so I like, yeah. I, I was like, aha, back in a minute, guys. <laughs> Headed off to um, chat to the orc. And um, the orc that I chatted to in Dawn, the one who was pretending to be a Dawnish Earl. By the way, you did a wonderful job. I completely thought you were a Dawnish Earl and had no idea you were an orc. Oh, right. Yeah. So I have a question about this because I haven't, I haven't spoken to you about this because I actually, mm -hmm. one, forgot about it. Um, and two, I don't have a two. But so, that yeah, cause I saw they were acting like a Dawnish noble. Were they, um, they were just acting like a Dawnish noble. They weren't under any magical effect. Nah, they were just taking the mick. They were just taking the piss. Okay. <laughs> because it was them and there was a couple of other from the other people with them were not from Dawn either. And I think they were actually all from the Brass Coast. Oh, okay. There was a whole huge group of people there and none of them were from Dawn. Mm -hmm. I could have been really sly and got a lot of stories at that point. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, they were... Um... Oh, I had inspiration. I should have used... Sorry. Um, they were... <laughs> What, from the I'm opening up my notebook. Yeah. Sorry for people listening. I'm opening up my notebook where I actually write everything down. Because that's and the thing, apparently. And it's got my D&D &D notes from the game we played on Thursday. And I just remembered I got inspiration from one of my, my vicious mockeries. Um, Use it next time. Yeah, no, they weren't, um, to my knowledge, weren't under any kind of spell or anything. They were just um, enjoying themselves and decided to act as a Donish novel for a while. And it, it was quite interesting. And I was like, so I played along and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm looking for love stories. I'm like, particularly from the orcs. Would anyone here know any information about love in the orcs? And they were like, well, 
as a Danish novel, I have no idea about this, but you may want to speak to, and then they gave me a list of like five names. <laughs> and they were like, they gave me all this advice. They were like, but as a Danish novel, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's the thing. You were very good at um, seizing your opportunities and being like, oh, uh, I thought I was, but um, it just wasn't as fruitful. <laughs> so but when I came back to tent, mm. that is when the the friend who came to join us was like, "Oh, so you wanted to the orcs?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." Unfortunately, I've not found anyone else to go with me. And they were like, "There's someone I need to go and see in the orcs. I can come with you now." I can do it. <laughs> I know it was Albert, <laughs> and yeah, um, and then yeah, we went from there to, to the orcs. Cool. Right. So we'll, uh, okay, we're going to stop there. And next time we're going to do, we are going to talk about, because we carried on our test of metals. Yeah. Sort of. Some of us did. Some <laughs> of us didn't, you know. Uh, but we'll carry on in the next part. Okay. <laughs> See you next time, folks. See you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this show, Make sure that you follow and subscribe so, you know, you know when a new episode is posted. Um, you can leave a review, you can share it around, it would really help us out, and you know we appreciate you doing that. And remember, you can catch us live on twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll. That's the number two, and, and roll is into roleplay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening.